Social Zoom Factor, episode 13. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. I want to give a huge thank you out to all of you who have been supporting us so far. I can't believe we are already in our third week, kicking off our third week of this show. It has just been unbelievable, the feedback we've gotten, and I want to make sure you're aware of one of the new features that we have, which is your ability to interact with us on this show. I now have a page you can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam and you can ask me any question that you want. Basically go to that page and you can click the little button and leave me a voicemail, 30 seconds or less, and I will choose some questions each week that I will play live on the show and will answer live on the show. So you can include a link to your blog, link to your website, the name of your business. It's a great way to get some airtime as long as your question is good and can be applicable and helpful to the rest of our audience. Go check that out, socialzoomfactor.com slash Pam. Today, we're going to talk about a word that many business leaders and marketers like to kind of ignore, and it is the word risk. And it's a particularly important word when we're thinking about online marketing and social media, because risk and the fear of risk is really one of the top reasons that many brands hold out from getting online and really being able to embrace a lot of the new media and technologies that are out there today. So I want us to just take these things head on. And that's kind of how I am in both business and life. My belief is if you have a problem, if you have a fear, if you have something that's stopping you from being successful, we need to just get it out in the open and deal with it. And as I always say, social media, online marketing is going to reveal your organization before it's going to transform it. And you might as well just get all of those skeletons out of the closet, throw them on the table, and let's figure them out. Let's get them dealt with and fast. Have you ever heard any of these statements? Our customers and prospects aren't on social media, so it doesn't matter anyway. Or how about if we avoid Twitter, then we avoid the risk. Or if we stay off of the social networks, we won't have a problem then. Or how about we must control what our employees say and do online. We need a policy so we can control. Or how about this one? Our employees don't need access to Facebook from work. Facebook is for kids, so don't worry about it anyway. The truth is there is no opt-out of social media. Your clients, your prospects, your employees, your broader community, they're already on the social networks. And if you're not there, you're late to the party. You're not new to the party if you hop on the social networks within the next few months. Ignoring social media is not going to make it go away, and it actually could increase your risk of a future problem or crisis more than it will help. 
And social media is truly creating a revolution for brands of all sizes. Brands can no longer hide behind the corporate collateral, the websites, the annual reports, and the glossy brand images. Now your employees are on the front lines. Your brand is likely being talked about in online circles 24-7 across the globe. Empowering your employees is a must so that you can shine the best side of your brand possible. The best thing you can do is accept the fact that social media is here to stay and figure out how you can integrate it to the DNA of your business. It is not a band-aid that you can slap on to solve the latest marketing or sales pipeline problem. Think not what can the technology do for you, but instead, what can you do with the technology? So let's talk about some clear and very specific steps that you can take to mitigate your risk in using social media. Number one is you need to acknowledge that your audience and your customers are using social media. They are already on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Google Plus, and the list goes on. So regardless if you have chosen to keep your brand far from the social networks, it does not change the fact that there is still a conversation happening in your honor. So start by listening via social technology listening tools to learn what's being said about you. And if you don't know how to do this, I encourage you to contact an agency like ours or a consultant, somebody that can at minimum show you the conversations that's already happening. And usually this is very eye and ear opening for most people that work in any type of business to see, wow, people are talking about us, but I thought we weren't doing social media. It doesn't matter whether you're doing it or not. Other people are doing it. And a lot of people that are probably buying from you, using your services and have had bad or good experiences, they're talking about it online. So you can choose to be a healthy part of that beating heart and conversation that's already happening in your honor. You have to acknowledge that your audience, your customers are already on the social networks. That's number one step. Next is you need to acknowledge that the risk exists for your brand. You cannot make it go away. Ignoring it is not going to make it go away. And you cannot mitigate what you don't acknowledge. Then you need to make sure you understand it and build a plan to mitigate and plan for the risk. Manage it proactively versus letting it catch you by surprise. Number three is that staying off of the social networks is not going to mitigate the risk. So the answer is not, well, let's continue to just stay away from Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn, and then we're not going to have a problem. There is no off button when it comes to social media. So you cannot choose to opt out because the rest of the world is on social media. Chances are the good majority of your employees, your team, your stakeholders, your partners, They are already using social media and you're missing out because there are so many benefits to using it. So ignoring the fact is just keeping you from some major successes you probably can have as well as just increasing that risk, mostly because you don't know what conversations are happening and you're not able to tap into those in a good way and help drive and embrace some of those amazing conversations. Number four, is don't wing it. You need to take the time to develop a social business strategy and plan. And this includes setting goals, objectives, and of course, knowing your audience. 
And becoming a social business is a journey, not a destination. There's not one day you can write on the calendar and say, okay, 18 months from now, we will quote unquote, be a social business. And the only guarantee in social business and social media and technology and life is change. So know what your vision is, know where you're going, develop a roadmap that will help you reach your goals. What does success look like to you? Who needs to join your journey and why? How are you going to inspire them to join your journey? In order to achieve a real return on your investment, you are going to have to align social to business goals where it can have the greatest impact. And to do this, you are going to have to eliminate random acts of marketing. We call them Rammies because Rammies will eat every last morsel of your ROI before you have time to figure out what is for breakfast. Download our white paper, the 10 tips to stomp random acts of marketing at socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams. And I also have a podcast I recently did that you can check out that I walk in detail of why rams are such a big problem. Number five is you need to look at social media governance and policy as guidance, not just control. So I want you to remove the word control from your vocabulary. And I want you to think about empowerment. And we're going to talk about that here in a minute. When you implement social media governance and policy correctly, it will empower your employees more than it will control them. So the goal is to empower them and ignite their hearts and minds to want to be loyal brand evangelists for you and your brand. You must give them more than a job if you don't want them bashing you on the social networks to their family and friends. A social media policy is going to protect both you and your brand and your employees from risk. When developing the policy and establishing governance, make sure that you include the proper stakeholders internally, such as human resources, sales, marketing, legal, and customer service. Do not develop it in a box with just your small marketing team or communications team. You need to get outside of your box and include the cross-functional organizations that need to be part of that development. And number six empowering your employees is going to empower your brand. This is one of my very favorite things to teach and train. And we conduct a lot of workshops with our clients on this. Your brand is your employees, period. A lot of brands come to us for help in this area. And they say, well, we can't trust our employees. You know, we are afraid of what they're going to say on the social networks. Well, the truth is they're already on the social networks. And I want you to think about this for a minute. If you can't trust your own employees, why should your clients trust your brand, which is made up of your employees? Your employees are already making hundreds, if not thousands to hundreds of thousands of brand impressions each day, month and year on the social networks. So when you choose to ignore social media because you don't trust your employees, you're choosing to ignore these conversations that are already happening and are impacting your brand today. And as a result, you are also choosing to ignore the fact that both good and bad impressions are being made with or without your involvement or consent. 
So consider creating a center of excellence where employees can collaborate, learn, and help one another succeed. And within these centers of excellence, you can create standard processes and procedures that can help develop and train your employees. It can help mitigate risk, empower them, and increase that likelihood of success for the brand and the people within it. Number seven is brands can't be perfect because human beings are not perfect. Bottom line, brands are made up of human beings. And I don't know about you, but I sure don't know any human that's perfect. I can tell you, I am far from perfect. I have made many mistakes in my life, both on and offline. And this means that your brand cannot be perfect because it's made up of human beings. Your employees, I don't care how many recruiters you have, looking for the best employees, your employees are going to make mistakes and you must plan for it and be ready to manage that risk when it happens. There's no policy that you can implement that is going to ensure perfection and that your employees will never make mistakes. As with everything in life in business and social media, embrace the imperfect perfection. Number eight, don't wait until you have a crisis to implement a crisis management plan. Do you think a crisis is going to happen on a Monday morning at 8 a.m.? Or do you think the chances are higher? Murphy's Law, it's going to happen Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. when your social media staff is out having fun. You guessed it. That crisis is likely to happen Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. If you're lucky, it might even be at 1.30 a.m. your time. When a crisis happens... What is the process your team is going to follow to mitigate the risk? How do they know when they escalate to management? How much is too much? When do they need to bring you in? Who do they escalate it to? How do they handle the situation? When and how do you respond to an irate social network community member? How do you mitigate the risk when your team is scattered all over the globe and it's 12 o'clock midnight? You better be thinking about those things now. Don't wait until you have a problem. And we have case study after case study that we have all seen online with social gone bad. And you see the brands that handle it well are usually those that have a solid crisis management plan and policy in place. And they know what to do. Next is number nine. And it's being careful who gets the social media keys. All right. Do not just hire some intern that you just met and talked to for 30 minutes to manage your entire social media presence and strategy. Social media should be integrated into your marketing and business processes and activities. Ensure that your social media team is thinking bigger than Facebook or LinkedIn. They should be aligning to business goals and focusing on the needs of your audience. And I'm not by any means saying that hiring interns cannot be a good thing, but just make sure that you are assigning them responsibilities that are appropriate for their skills, experience, and knowledge of your brand and of your audience needs. And this goes for anybody you're hiring, not just interns. Who are you handing over those social media keys to? Just because they know Facebook and Twitter does not mean they know how to represent your brand and communicate and help your audience experience your brand promise to your most important clients, community members, stakeholders, who very well may be communicating 
with them on Facebook via your brand pages. This is so important. Even if they're behind your company logo or avatar, do you trust that person, everything that they're saying? Do you feel comfortable that that person knows your brand? Anything and everything that your brand page posts, tweets, pins, or does online can easily be copied, pasted, blogged about, and published on any new or traditional media, including TV and radio. The next tip is to focus on value to your audience and relationships that last. Okay, we want to be thinking long-term relationships, not spam. One of the easiest ways to damage your brand and create a ton of risk is to launch a social media program that's only focused on selling. And you would be surprised how many brands do this. And I don't think they do it because they plan to spam. It's really a lack of planning. And it usually is because they were just unprepared, really didn't understand what it takes to actually integrate social and leverage it in a way that can be positive for your brand. And so they wind up with these last minute tactics where they just jump on the social networks and they come across as massive spammers. So you need to think of the needs of your audience and what is it they want and need from you. And although you may be really excited about your product and your business, let's say you have an app, a new social media app or a small business entrepreneur app, whatever it may be, you are so excited and you know that you need to just get that app in the hands of the right audience and that they are going to love it. Do not go randomly start tweeting to people saying, check out my app, download my app, come rate my app. That comes across as spam. And you need to make sure you are first building relationships, figure out where that target audience is hanging out online, and go figure out how you can join the conversation in a relevant way. If you start spamming, you are doing nothing but interruption marketing. You are just interrupting their day, their conversation, and you want to focus on value to your audience at every brand touch point possible. If you only tweet, post, and pin, and Facebook content about yourself and your brand, you are very likely going to be viewed as a spammer and self-centered brand for those who come in contact with you. Throw away the old spam tactics and focus on connecting with human beings. You can never go wrong by investing in your community and the human beings within them. And I have written a ton of content around this topic, around brand humanization and how to create content that connects with an audience. You can download our audience worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And it is a worksheet that will help guide you through prioritizing your top audiences and identifying what their needs are and then helping you build a framework for your social media and your content that's going to align your audience objectives with your objectives and help you create an amazing plan that can help not only your audience achieve their goals, but also you achieve your goals. But the focus is just on value to your audience and relationships for the long term. Next, number 11 is create an editorial calendar. So one of the best ways to mitigate risk in coming across is some of the things we've talked about as spammy 
is just creating a calendar that so you know what you're going to be sharing. You know what content you're going to be sharing. And once you've done the work to understand your audience, which you should be doing long before you even develop your marketing go-to-market plan, I hope with your product development, you have developed a product or service and you know your audience. Once you know your audience, then create an editorial calendar that will prevent your teams from winging it. And it's going to help ensure a more consistent message that supports your value proposition and key messages that you really want to communicate with and to your audience. And think about the word with your audience. It's not blast that you're blasting to your audience. You want to create a dialogue, a conversation. And of course, you need to still remain dynamic and communicate as human beings and be able to be agile with what's happening in the market and the trends and the news that's happening. But an editorial calendar is going to help you be consistent and much more efficient in how you develop and publish content to be consumed by all of your audiences. And you can download our excellent 2014 content marketing editorial calendar template at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. And it actually includes every month, week and day of the year and gives you a complete framework for how you can create an editorial calendar. So go check it out. Next, number 12 is to create a master social media logon list. This is a very simple way for you to mitigate your risk. And I know this sounds easy and something that you would think would not be overlooked. However, the majority of brands that we start working with, large and small, do not have this. And one of the first things we ask when we start to do a social media or social business audit is we want to see Where's your logons? If we have a problem at two in the morning, how are we going to get somebody onto your platforms to solve that problem? Honestly, they're usually scrambling to find the logons to even the most prominent social networks like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. People that are managing these, the social media community managers, cookies are already working on their browser. And so they aren't having to remember those passwords every day. That in itself is a major risk. So the appropriate members of your social media team should have access to this list of social media logons at all times. They need to be able to access it in a moment's notice, even on a Saturday night from their mobile phone. So if you have a project management system that you share online, they need to have access to those networks immediately. And you need to know what that mitigation process is and where it's going to get escalated in making sure each person has access to those needed social logons. Number 13 is being careful what applications are authorized to use your social network. So it's a good idea to visit the authorizations that you've enabled at least once a week, and you should develop a policy for what applications require approval before authorizing integration or sign on via a social network account. And I know this sounds like I'm being tedious here, but I'm not. This is very important. And with how many free tools are out there, and it's so easy to install these applications, and then you, you install the application, you start using it for maybe two minutes, and then you realize you don't like it. Well, guess what just happened? Now you just authorized this new application that you don't like to authorize your Twitter account. 
most of the time, the community managers or whoever's managing this forget to go and deauthorize that application. So you want to have a policy to make sure that you're managing that risk on a regular basis. Number 14 is consider investing in brand dedicated devices. So if you have a social media team who is executing your social for your brand, it is a great idea to just invest in a dedicated device or two or three, depending on how big your team is. This way you can keep their personal social network accounts separate from the brand pages. Because with applications such as Hootsuite and others, it's an easy one click to accidentally post to the wrong account. And I've done this before, even on our own profiles. This has happened to too many brands to count with a lot of negative PR backlash. So don't let it happen to your brand. It's an easy thing to mitigate if you just help control who has access to what accounts and on what devices. And number 15 is to ban the social media ban. This means quit banning social media at your company. Is it really appropriate for you to ban social network use by your employees while they are at work? If you currently have a social media ban in place, I really encourage you to reassess if it's necessary. Are you doing your brand more damage than good? And if you don't know where to start with this, hire a third party, such as an agency or consultant. We can help you. Avoiding risk and banning activities associated with social networks are oftentimes hurting brands more than they are helping them. And last but not least is just acknowledge if you need help. If none of what I have said makes sense to you, or if you just want to just grab your hair and pull it out as I'm talking because you don't know where to start with this, you don't know how to get approval on some of these things, get some help. We can help you. There's other agencies out there that can help you. And it's better to have a partner who can help you through the valleys and the mountains of these things versus trying to do this all on your own. And we help brands of all sizes from entrepreneurs up to Fortune 100 organizations. And we usually start with a social media or social business audit. And we do everything from custom workshops, executive training, employee training programs. We can help you develop your social media policy comprehensive planning, all the way to digital execution, brand development, and everything there and in between. We basically can take a look at your organization and help you figure out where do you need to go? What's the next step you need to take? And oftentimes work with a lot of directors and senior directors and above, and they just need help sorting this all out so they can put a budget together to get better support internally so they can create their social media program. And if that's where you are, we would love to help you. Just acknowledge that you need help and get somebody in there to help you identify your risk areas and just help you mitigate them as soon as you can. So I hope that this information today was useful. I hope that we are helping you understand that you can do social media. And it is not about doing social, but it is about being socially relevant and figuring out how you can leverage the technology to grow your business, to build relationships. This conversation is part of our Get Fit Social Business Series. And if you would like to subscribe for updates, we will soon have training and some webinars coming on this and lots more resources. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash Fit Social Biz. And don't forget, you can always ask your questions 
at socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam. And we've implemented a new feature where you can leave us a voicemail. And if your question is selected, then we will play your question live on the show and answer your question live on the show. That's at socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have a wonderful week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.